Hey guys, I've got a fun episode for you today. We're talking practical tips um, and kind of sharing some of the things that I'm working on in my life to try to be a little bit more productive. So I hope you guys can gain something from this episode. And as always, just appreciate you guys listening and a special shout out to the Patreon supporters. You guys are the best. Uh, thanks so much for helping to make this program possible. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Redeeming Productivity. This is the podcast that helps Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. I'm your host, Reagan Rose. Well, in this week's episode, I thought it would be fun to do something a little bit different. I'm always kind of doing new things, trying new habits, trying out new ways to be a little bit more productive. And I thought that maybe I'd feature a few different things I'm trying, what I've been doing recently, and maybe spark some ideas for you guys uh, of things you might try to be just that much more productive with our lives. So, you know, some of the episodes that I do have a lot to do with theology. Um, Of course, we do the interviews too, but I also like to periodically mix in stuff that's just really, really brass tacks practical. And that's what this week's episode will be. So I'm going to give you six things that I'm trying to become more productive. And a lot of these are going to be really practical. They might be things that you already do yourself. Um, But I thought just share them with you, throw them out there and see if hopefully some of these are helpful to you as well. So the first big thing I've been doing differently is habit tracking. Now, if you've watched the video I did on Notion uh, a couple months ago, you'll see that I have had a habit tracker that I'd made in that program. And I've tried different habit trackers over the years. You know, basically the the goal is just to have a list of things that you're trying to do over and over again and build on that. And so people do it with a paper calendar like the one I have behind me here where you might draw a big red X if you did the thing you're trying to get better at each day. Um, But I've kind of had an on-again, off-again relationship with habit trackers over the years. But I have recently in the past couple months committed myself in earnest to tracking my habits better and it's really been working for me it really has Uh, it's helped me to be more consistent with my devotional time it's helped me be more consistent with um, counting calories you know i'm trying to lose the gut perpetually and it's helped me in a bunch of other little things reading 10 minutes a day um, all those kind of things. So I have maybe five or six habits that I try to track every day. And at the end of the day, I kind of check it off whether I did it or not. And it gives me a nice visual diagram of how I'm doing. And it's just that much more motivation to keep the streak going when you see that you've gone five, six, 10 days in a row without missing one. So I've been doing that and I've really, really liked it. And I'm still tracking my habits in Notion. Uh, and Notion, if you're not aware of what it is, it's it's simply a, a productivity tool. It's kind of like a super notebook, but you can do a lot of stuff with it um, on your computer and on your phone to organize yourself better. So a lot of my things I track, a lot of my productivity stuff is tracked in Notion and so are my habits. And so one big change that's helped me a lot is I moved my habit tracker in Notion to the home page. So when I open up Notion, the first thing I see is my daily habits. And just that little 
visual cue to see it every time because I'm in Notion all throughout the day. So every time I open it up, it's right there. That's helped a lot to, to be more consistent with uh, keeping my habits going. Uh, number two is kind of related to habit tracking. Um, but number two is I've been putting the vitamins by the coffee filters. <laughs> so actually one of my uh, habits I've been tracking is taking a daily vitamin every day. And I mean, that's not a hard thing to do. I have the gummy ones, adult gummy vitamins. And you know that if they have to put adult gummy on the label, that you are definitely um, the target market. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Basically, they made children's vitamins for adults now because we're all just giant infants. So anyway, they're really tasty. <laughs> they're just candy, basically, with vitamins in them. But even still, I had been having trouble being consistent about taking one every day. And so one thing I did actually by accident was um, almost every morning I make myself a cup of coffee. That's one of the first things I do before I sit down to read my Bible. And I had put the vitamins up there next to the coffee filters I use. And so as my coffee is brewing, uh, or as I'm getting my coffee ready to brew, I have to look at the vitamins to get the filter. And I found that every day I drink a cup of coffee, I also take my vitamins. And that's been really helpful. So I've been trying to apply that in other um, places too. Just that idea of uh, putting something you want to do and want to make habitual, putting it next to something you already naturally do. Um, so if you already have a habit, for example, I take a, a shower every day. I know, uh, good job me, <laughs> keeping the hygiene up. Uh, I don't have to use a habit tracker to take a shower because that's just a natural thing that I do no matter what, um, because I live in a society and I have to keep clean. So I put my scale by the shower and every single time I turn on the shower and while it's heating up, uh, I take my weight. And so that's just a natural thing. I had to wait for the shower to heat up anyway. The scale's right there sitting out. And so I take my weight every single day. And that's been helpful. Um, so I've been trying to think more about what are ways that I can, um, you know, leverage habits that I already have to do other things that I want to get more consistent with. And so you can come up with a million ideas for that, but that's just the couple that I've been doing. Um, so I'd encourage you to think of ways you can also do that. Um, number three, number three, um, reading a new version of the Bible. So this has less to do with habits um, and more to do with just kind of changing things up a little bit. Um, I've been an ESV guy for years and years and years, and I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast. I'm not sure. Uh, I probably did in the one about daily devotions, but I... Uh, have been reading the past several months the NASB version of the Bible, the New American Standard. And that's just because I, I realized, I, I look at the NASB all the time, um, you know, I'm preparing sermons or podcasts or just looking stuff up, but I had never read through the NAS end-to-end. -end, and so that's what I've been doing. Um, and that's been really, really cool because I've read through the ESV bunches of times all the way through the Bible in there. I've done it in the NIV uh, when I was younger, and I've done it in the King James. But I realized, you know, NAS is a great translation. I've never read through it. And as I do that, it's cool to see familiar verses um, phrased differently than I'm used to. 
and it makes me think a little bit deeper about the meaning of them. Uh, so that's just a simple thing. Um, if you, you're a read through the Bible in a year person, or even if uh, you just want a little kickstart to help you get back into Bible reading, one cool, simple thing you can do is just try a, a version of the Bible that you haven't read in before. Uh, one caveat with that is make sure it's a good version of the Bible. Um, there's some translations out there that aren't really translations. Uh, they're more like paraphrases, and I just those may have their place, but I would steer away from those in uh, for your daily reading. So I'd stick to, a, to ones that are a little bit more formal equivalency as much as possible. Uh, what else? So I have been doing the habit tracking thing. I've been putting the vitamins by the coffee filters. I've been reading a new version of the Bible. And number four, I've been trying to do this thing called resetting the room. Um, this is again, this is sort of a, a habit, I suppose, but it's something I've been trying to develop. Um, and what I mean by resetting the room is simply this. When I leave a room, I try to put it back together the way I left it. So this is specifically in my own home. Um, but it's really important for productivity to be organized, to have some order to your life. And I think that's important that we live orderly lives uh, and biblical, right? You know, God is a God of order, not of chaos. And it's just really helpful when we have everything in its place. Um, and so one thing I noticed is just even in my mindset is I would maybe get a cup out or something and I'd get a drink of water. And then instead of putting it in the dishwasher or somewhere to reuse again or whatever, I would just leave it wherever and think, well, I'll take care of these things later. And you do that for a couple days and you find that your place is a mess. So I've been trying, and I emphasize the word trying, to mentally remind myself when I leave a room, just put everything back where it was. Put the pillows back into the right corner of the couch. Um, put away uh, any dirty dishes. Um, you know, pick things up if you left out a book or whatever, put it back on the bookshelf where it goes. So I'm trying to get better at that because I really don't like um, the whole cycle of every single weekend being like, okay, now we got to pick everything up and, and clean up for the week because things got out of control. And that is something, you know, um, the, I don't know if you guys struggle with that, but I do. So I've been trying to do that, resetting the room, just as soon as I leave, uh, putting things back where they belong. Um, number five, and this one's a little weird, but maybe some of you will understand this. Uh, number five is staying public, staying public. And that, that's really just my way of talking about, um, again, I suppose this is a mindset thing. Um, last week's episode, uh, I interviewed Krista Threlfall. And one of the things we talked about was personality tests and introversion, extroversion, those types of things. And I'd been thinking about that since that interview and even a little bit before, but about the whole, um, I, I think that I, I idolize comfort. I idolize uh, somewhat, you know, the desire to be alone and be private, right? Uh, which is hard because I, I think there is some legitimacy to, I do need alone time. But one of the things that I'd been discovering about myself was that if I um, take too much alone time, I, I find it very hard to go and be out there publicly. 
Um, so even doing uh, these podcasts or these videos, um, if I wait too long in between doing them, it's like really hard to get myself like jazzed. Um, jazzed is probably not the best word. <laughs> get myself, you know, worked up to be like, okay, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go put myself out there. And the same thing is true with, with speaking in public or, or meeting new people or even making phone calls. I think I have a tendency to where those things are harder for me, you know, and, and somewhat of an anxiety about it. And, when I do it, I finally get over the hump and make the phone call or, or speak in public or do an episode of the show, then doing those other things becomes easier. It becomes easier for me to go and meet someone for lunch that I don't know or um, make another phone call, that kind of stuff. And so I think if you, if you kind of you know, label yourself as more of an introvert, maybe you have the same experience that when you do those things where you step outside of your comfort zone, you can kind of do several of them in a row uh, because the hardest part is getting the energy to actually do the first one. So I've been thinking a lot about that and the fact that, you know, last couple of weeks I've had a lot of things where I've been out there publicly um, and it's not been that hard, you know, things that I normally would dread maybe or or look ahead to and think man that's going to be really hard oh, I'm not looking forward to that been a lot easier um so I I just think I, what I want to try to do more is stay putting myself out there um stay in that mode of doing things that are uncomfortable uh socially and uh, publicly, and just try to keep doing that all the time so it's not so hard to step outside of my um, comfort zone when those things come up. I don't know if that one made sense, but it's been heavy on my mind. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on something about that in the future, um, but please let me know if that's something any of you guys think about or, or struggle with, uh, or if I'm just the lone weirdo. Um, just send me an email or something, Reagan at redeemingproductivity.com. And uh, finally, the sixth thing that I've been doing lately that I suppose is productivity related is I've been trying to train myself to sleep on my back. Yeah, it's a small thing. It's a little thing. Um, but I've been a stomach sleeper my whole life and it, you know, leads to issues sometimes. I mean, jaw gets weird. Um, it's not, if you look up you know, random articles online, they'll tell you that's not the most healthy way to sleep, that um, ideally you sleep on your back. So I have been trying to, I've read a bunch of articles on it and watched some videos and different tricks to try to get yourself to become a back sleeper from a stomach sleeper. Um, so I, that, that's what I've been doing. Uh, the one that seems to work a lot is I put a pillow on top of myself while I'm sleeping and it kind of simulates laying on your stomach, you know, the pressure on your, on the, on the front of you. And that seems to help. And so sometimes I'll wake up in the night and I flipped over and I'll just flip back on my back and I'll, I'll grab the pillow and that seems to be helping somewhat. And, uh, you know, I'm not clenching my teeth as much as night at night. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just something they say is healthy to do. So I'm trying it. And that's kind of the point of all of these. The point I would think would be a good takeaway from all of this is just keep trying to do little things a little bit better. You know, um, 
we all kind of want that big, huge breakthrough where, uh, you know, you're, everything kind of comes together and suddenly you're just the super organized productivity monster and you're just dominating tasks and knocking them down. And you're, you're, you're daily going for runs or going to the gym or doing all this stuff. And we all want to be at that place. I think, you know, where, where we're really on top of things, but that doesn't always come all at once. In fact, I don't think it ever does. You don't just change overnight. But incremental little changes, trying to be faithful um, in little things, over time that adds up. And I use the word faithful deliberately because obviously these things I'm listing are so tiny and so small that you might say that they're insignificant. Um, but I am with the vitamins, with the you know, sleeping on my back, that kind of stuff. I, I'm trying to be a good steward of my body that the Lord's given me. Um, and even with being out there in public, like I'm trying to be a good steward of, you know, the things that the Lord has taught me and, and the giftings he's given me. And I can't um, teach, I can't uh, be out there and, and proclaim things about the Lord if I'm scared of people. Um, so each of these little tiny things is just me trying to be a little bit more faithful, inch by inch, little by little, step by step. And so I would encourage you to think about Productivity is not just the big, huge things you do, but the small, little things you try along the way, and those add up over time. Uh, so I'd be really curious to hear uh, some of your guys' feedback and hear what are things you're trying. Are there little um, habits you're trying to gain or habits you're trying to break or just little things you're trying to do to just be that much more productive and that much more faithful in your life? Uh, if you do have any, yeah, please, like I said, email me at reagan at redeemingproductivity.com or you can find me on social media um, and I would love to hear that and have a conversation with you guys. Okay, that's all I've got in terms of content for this week's episode, um, but I would remind you that if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and maybe tell a friend about it. If you know someone who might be interested in listening to uh, me yammer on about all this stupid stuff, well, you go ahead and tell them. Uh, and also, if you're interested in helping to support this program, you can check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash redeemingprod. There'll be a link to that in the show notes as well. And thanks so much for listening, guys. It's been a lot of fun. I, I continue to get to know uh, lots of you over email and other channels, and I feel a little community of productive Christians growing, and that's encouraging for me. It's helpful to see other people who are interested in this stuff too. And I do hope that uh, what we talk about is beneficial to you. And so until next week, uh, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> ah, man, that's not the right thing to say. What do I say at the end of these episodes? I say, uh, until next time, and whatever you do, do it well and do it all to the glory of God. Nailed it. <laughs>